calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Advocate for those who need support and make a difference in your community. Earn a Bachelor of Social Work from Grand Canyon University. GCU is a premier private Christian university offering online social work programs with affordable tuition and personalized support. In addition, you can earn your Master of Social Work by completing the Bachelor of Social Work plus just one additional year instead of two. Find your purpose. Visit gcu.edu slash social work to learn more. Audio. Someone in here? Hello? Okay, sir. Oh, God. Growly. Didn't mean to scare you. Oh, I've had enough of opening my door to find people waiting for me. Relax. My gun is holstered, and I wouldn't shoot you unless you deserved it. That's what I'm worried about. I was just about to page you, though. Aren't you supposed to be with Dr. Kim? They ended the session early. They did, or you did? What's in the body bag? Something important. Just please stay calm. Another purple body? Not really. Well, sort of. It. It's... Just open it. Oh. My. God. Audio Media presents How I Died. Relax. It's Stephen Maurer's body. We don't know that it's Maurer. It's a decapitated body in hunting boots. His body is so destroyed you can barely tell who it is. Well, we'll know for certain in a few minutes. Why? You know what Maurer looks like naked? There. 
I've got the samples. This system just needs to run it and tell us if it's a DNA match. Good. Are you going to just wait down here? I'm awaiting the results with bated breath. Fine. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at the body here. If you can call that a body. The apologies if I start talking to myself, I... I am well aware of how it works. I don't think it could be quiet if you tried. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh... You and the previous pathologist, Roger, are you close? I am not talking about my sex life. Least of all to you. Whoa, sex life? No, no. That escalated so fast. Sorry, you brought it up. I was talking about something else. Holy, wow, just... Let's just go back to you hating me if this is the alternative. I never hated you. You're just unreliable and annoying. <laughs> Thanks. Does it usually take this long for DNA tests? I can't speed up the machine. And talking about random topics is... You passing the time during an autopsy? It wasn't exactly random. Then why bring it up? Thinking about killing yourself too? Not funny. Not trying to be. This is a stressful place. How did he do it? How did he... Scalpel. Across the throat. Ironic, considering the body we have here. Why is that? Well, these marks look surgical. I made note of it during the inspection of Stephen Maurer's head. We don't know this is Mauer. I just have a feeling it is. Do you still have his head? Yeah, it's in one of the unsolved case drawers. Why not just line it up? Cross-contamination. First, I need to collect samples from the body to see if we can determine where it was moved. A couple found the body while walking in the woods near the Springfield facility. Really? That's the opposite side of town. Yep. My thoughts exactly. Why would someone move him just enough to be in different areas? Still leave him out in the open. Unless they wanted it to be found. But why? Why now? Crowley, look at this. What does this look like to you? I'm not the expert. Just look. Track marks. Was Maurer a known drug user? We don't know that this is... I know, I know, but was he? No. I don't think so. You didn't find anything from the head? Hair samples or something? Nothing recent. But hair only goes back so far. And how old do these marks look? It's hard to tell given the shape of the rest of the skin, but... Not old. Oh my god. It's like he exploded from the inside out. The two big holes in the front and side do kind of look like giant gunshot wounds. Either that or he was pregnant with an alien. (laughs) And this is why autopsies are usually a solo activity. Was the ground around the body damp? Soaked and muddy. Why? We just passed winter. It's finally starting to get warm again, but it hasn't rained recently. Right. So what are you thinking? The ground could have been soaked with blood. That might not have been water mixed in that mud. So you're thinking he exploded his insides out onto the ground or something? We found Bianca in the woods, semi-buried. She also had a bunch of track marks. But her body was purple and full of blood. So, what's different between these two? I don't see why you think they're related. How often do you find dead bodies in the woods? Especially two decapitations like that. This is like the seventh one in the past two years. You've only been here nine months. Still, 
With the track marks and the decapitation, my theory is that whoever had Maurer's body tried to replicate the injections on the other bodies. Bianca had track marks. Becca had something, but I wasn't able to identify it in enough detail. Jake Drazer and Frank Reynolds' bodies are gone, but their files might have noted something. I'll have to check. They've got to all be related. So why isn't this one purple? Huh. I don't know the process completely, but the pieces are starting to make sense. There was perforation of the blood vessels and pooling of blood that turns the skin purple. If the same thing was tried on Maurer's body after he was already dead from the tree crushing him, it wouldn't have the same effect without blood flow. It didn't work. That means that the blood all pulled in the stomach, which could explain the abscess. Instead of circulating the whole body. Right. Because he wasn't pumping blood anymore. Are you telling me that you think the purple body victims had that happen to them while they were, what, alive? The injections, at least. It explains the blood circulation and the puncture wounds on the needles. Bianca's body had track marks as well, but they looked like they'd healed up over time. These on Maurer, they don't seem like they healed properly. Again, because he was already dead. So we've got a serial killer who takes victims and injects them with something to kill them. Not just kill them. Experiment on them. I'm imagining that this would be very painful at first, and at least until they blacked out from the pain. Did you figure out what was happening to them? Yeah. It's hundreds of subdermal hematomas caused by perforations along the major arteries and capillaries. What? Holes slowly grew inside of their veins. It caused internal bleeding all over the place. At the same time? I, I don't know. I don't know how long the process took, but it was a rapid onset. When this kind of stuff happens organically, it goes slowly. Slow enough that anyone would notice and go to the ER for them to, you know, have some minor external bleeding in an extremity. Like when your finger turns purple. You wouldn't see this in a major artery without some sort of force. And you can prove this happened? No. So it's just a theory? All of this is a theory, we're missing puzzle pieces still, and all of this is just conjecture. Your job is to find the evidence. Th this is the evidence. The evidence is the destroyed fucking body. The clean cuts of a bone saw across here. The fucking blood and the matching DNA. Calm down. I'm giving you my best interpretation of how to fit them all together. If I can't prove exactly what happened, it's pointless to prove any of it. Are you kidding me? You need the pieces of the puzzle before you can see the big picture. You give me the pieces and let me see the big picture. And are you seeing it? <sighs> no. What could cause the veins to open up like that? I'm not sure. An extreme amount of vasodilators maybe, but you'd need to be way over the dosage. Radiation, potentially. Well, it's apparent whoever is medicating these victims doesn't care about dosage. Or they're trying to figure out the right amount. What do you mean? What are you doing? Chemo. Chemo mixed with other drugs could potentially wipe out a clotting ability for blood cells. If you cranked that up to different levels, you'd see varying degrees of internal bleeding. Like someone was trying to figure out the right way to do it. 
Oh my god. What? Is that the DNA test? Yeah. Well, what's it say? Spacer, what's it say? This is Stephen Maurer. Well, fuck. You were right. I think I'm right about something else, too. Spacer! What the fuck? Wait up, Spacer! Spacer, quit doing your Rain Man impression and tell me what the hell is going on! Maurer was decapitated by someone with medical knowledge. Okay. So was Bianca, except Bianca's was rushed. And each purple body we've found has been more and more sloppy. That's called devolving. The killer is losing their organization. The injections were a mix of drugs, including some form of radiation. So why are we not headed to the pharmacy? The killer's performing experiments on these bodies, trying to figure out the proper dosage for something that would mirror storm shock. What? Why? See, that's the missing piece. It's because they used to work at Springfield Corp. Spacer! You were in on it the whole time, weren't you? Jonathan, what are you doing? You're interrupting. I know about your days working for Springfield Corp, Dr. Kim. I'm so sorry, Erica. You were the one spying on Roger Benhoff. You reported back to Springfield Corp, and you were probably the reason that they killed him. Erica, do you mind stepping out? Share friend, please tell me you're not also involved in the stunt. John, come on. Don't blow it now. It all makes sense now. Spacer, seriously! You're the one behind the missing bodies. What? You took Bianca out of the morgue. You probably stumbled across Stephen Maurer's body in the woods and decided to use it. Oh, come on. We found the rest of Stephen Maurer. His body is downstairs in my lab right now. So? So his head was surgically removed. I noticed it last year when we found part of him, but it wasn't until I saw the rest of his body that I put two and two together. That's why you had to separate them. Spacer, please. Fran, it's fine. Go ahead, Jonathan. Tell me about this paranoid delusion you've solved. Oh, you love paranoid delusions, don't you? Why's that? I saw your patient file on Roger Benhoff. Your predecessor. You read my patient files. I'm sure you say the same about me in my file, huh? That's because I'm on the same track. It's why you've been so interested in me from the get-go. It's probably why you keep trying to fire me unless you know exactly what I'm working on at all times. Oh, you are well beyond fired at this point. For fuck's sake, Spacer! You were reporting on Roger and you made him sign old paperwork for missing bodies in the morgue. Until he got too nervous. Paranoid, as you said. And when Roger came too close to ratting you out, you needed to stop the leak. And you had him killed. And I would do that because... Because you needed the bodies to continue the experiment for Springfield Corp. Springfield Corp has been gone for years. No, they're still active. I called them. And Dr. Kim here is still working for them. You know exactly what's going on here, don't you? And now remind me, the bodies are different than the missing ones. No! Jake Drazer and Frank Reynolds were both purple and missing. And you were the one that put pressure on Crowley to cremate Becca Camden's body. That came from the Family Relations Department. So, I'm the source of all of this then. It has to be you. Fran, 
Could you please escort Jonathan out of my office? Fuck you. You're fired. Do you think that'll stop me from exposing you? There's nothing to expose. Roger's death. I know you two were close, but he was overworked and depressed. He killed himself. And the missing bodies? I don't know anything about them. You said you worked with Roger often. You knew exactly what went on down there. Is any of this true? Of course not. Look at him. He's one minute away from a psychotic break. You don't look so good yourself, Doc. I'm sick. That's not important. You are not going to get away with this. No, Sheriff Fran. Please have Jonathan collect his things and leave before I have someone else to do your job. Come on, Spacer. I'll be going to the FBI. And I'll be going to the medical board. Let's go! Huh. Sorry about this. Sorry. Crowley, I am not being paranoid. You just got yourself fired. I should have talked to you about this whole thing before, but I I wasn't sure. And you think that was the best way to go about it? No, I... Spacer, you are not a detective. No matter how much you want to be, I can't help you now. But I'm right. I don't know that. You don't believe me. Is this why you wanted to talk about Roger earlier? I didn't know if you knew. I sure as hell didn't think he was murdered. And now? Now? I don't know. I don't know if I can even believe you. You acted like a fucking lunatic in there. The same kind from the old cases. The same kind with Curtis. That's not fair. Go get your stuff. Mendez will drive you home. Crowley. Fran! It's ridiculous. If Stephen Maurer's body goes missing after this, I swear to God. my old recorder doing here? That guy had a near-death experience in the ER. He was dead for over a minute. I saw him as a fucking ghost and I talked to him. And then he miraculously gets revived and now he thinks he saw me. Hmm. Yes, yes. Jesus. He remembers talking to me as a as a ghost. I gotta destroy this. What do you think happens if he keeps remembering or he figures out what happens? Just like I thought, silence when the ghosts yeah. talk. This doesn't sound like insane oh, ramblings of someone who's paranoid. I'll I don't know what does. Again, and I swore I wasn't gonna let anyone find out about it this time. I would like to trick and use the person cases here. Was this a conversation with Ray? Gus. Hmm. If I can't solve it without them, then it, then it means. Why is this here? Means I'm not a good enough doctor to do this on my own. Means I'm not a good enough doctor to do this on my own. Something here's been manipulated. Means I'm not a good enough doctor to do this on my own. Then it means you're not a good enough doctor. Yeah, but that sounds about right, huh? Dr. Jonathan Spacer isn't really as good at this job as people say. What? It looks like he's got a crutch or a mental disorder. <laughs> I'm betting on the latter. Either way, it seems I've stumbled across something remarkable here, huh? (laughs) A box of old audio logs left carelessly in your office when all of this is so incredibly incriminating. 
Oh my god. Personally, I don't believe in ghosts, but it sounds like you definitely do. This little note to you was originally meant to be a warning. Stop investigating Springfield and leave Burtown immediately. A pseudo cease and desist, if you will, Doc. I was going to threaten to send these tapes to the entire hospital, friends, family, and whoever you care about, as a way to get you to leave. But... The more I listen to them, the more I realize what a gold mine I have here. So the plan has changed. The first tape is already in the mail to local news outlets. Hospital administration, you get it. But don't worry, it won't completely ruin your reputation. It'll just show you that I mean business. Because I need more bodies. I need to know where I fucked up. And how you even realized the purple ones were man-made. Or should I say, woman-made. See, Spacer, you and I, I could use a man of your talents. I'm excited to work together. <laughs> you can call me... Joy. By the way. Because I already know I'm going to have a lot of fun watching your squirrel. Talk soon. And that is going to be a wrap for How I Died Season 2. But the story doesn't have to end here. Head to patreon.com slash howidied for 13 bonus episodes, director's commentary, all that good stuff. And over this fall, we're going to be launching Crowley Part 2, which is the second of three movie-length features that follows our favorite sheriff as she solves her own case with a little bit of John and Mendez on the side. So you definitely don't want to miss that premiering this fall. But even if you're not a patron and you don't want to go check all that stuff out, we really appreciate you guys listening and sharing the show. We make this because of the amazing feedback and because of the community that you guys have created. We reached almost 1 million downloads from the first season alone, and so we're just completely blown away and we can't wait to see what season 2 does. So from everyone at Audio Media, we hope that season 2 brought you just a little bit of joy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in the Crowley miniseries. We're back here for season 3. Let's get into the credits. How I Died is an Audio Media original production, created and written by Vince Dijani. Directed and edited by Chroma Sakura, with sound design and mixing by Eric Howell. The How I Died theme song was created by Silent Mike. Starring me as John Spacer, Shayna Waring as Sheriff Crowley, David Dixon as Curtis, Luis Bermudez as Eric Mendez, Vin Vox as Dr. Kim, and Caitlin Roberts as Amelia. Oh, and of course, Joy as Joy. Thanks so much for listening to the season of How I Died. We'll be back for season three sometime next year. Until then, try not to die. Everyone loves TV Dad. On the next TV Dad, presented by Progressive, TV Dad explains becoming a man. Son, it's time we had the talk. Okay, TV Dad. You know, drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Oh, is that why my voice is changing? That's a question for your health teacher. 
Listen to your TV dad. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Hey, Mike. Glad you could join me for some great seafood. Me too. Wait, why are you dressed in fishing gear? You said we were going out to catch great seafood, right? Yes, to Popeye's. Do you even know how to fish? No, I thought you did. Oh, yeah. I could catch pretty good seafood at Popeye's. Let's go. Let Popeye's do the fishing while you enjoy our delicious signature seafood. Get Popeye's flounder fish sandwich or shrimp tackle box before they're gone. Limited time at participating U.S. restaurants. AI is making waves in every field it touches. President Biden is now on TikTok and the election draws closer each day. With so much going on in the world, it is hard to keep up with it all, let me tell you. Hi, I'm Kai Rizdal, the co-host of Make Me Smart. It's a podcast from Marketplace. And every weekday, Kimberly Adams and I break down the latest in business and the economy with short daily episodes to make it easy for you to stay in the know. Listen to Make Me Smart wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my two wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. The one thing I constantly hear successful people say, without fail, is that they wish they'd spent more time with their kids. That's time no one can get back. So I decided to create Business Dad, to engage in the conversation about how we're spending our time now, providing a forum for successful dads to share their joys and challenges of being a working parent. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier. And while this podcast will talk about business and will definitely be featuring dads, I think everyone can learn something from these incredible conversations as we unpack the expectations we all have about careers, relationships, and ourselves. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.